1: wherever podcasts are available. Do not underestimate the power of PlayStation.
3: Beyond.
4: Beyond. 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 You didn't say it last week. Well, I didn't week say it, and it last week, enough. but I got scolded. What's the name oh. of the show? The show's Beyond. Name is beyond.
0: beyond. Lord, you said it <laughs> enough times. Hey everybody, welcome to Beyond Episode 535. Beyond. We're not saying it ever again. We're that's the last time we've ever said Beyond on this show, just we're did not it. saying beyond again.
4: Did it. Joke's beyond. on
0: me. My beyond. name is Max Scoville, and I'm joined today beyond. by Brian Altano. Beyond. Jonathan Dornbush. Beyond. And Marty Sleva. Friendship wagon. The Friendship Wagon. The trailer. The trailers are all hitched together with some sort of sturdy rope, and these boys are off on a nice Oregon trail of fun and companionship. <laughs> I'm extremely tired. I was on vacation, and I'm jet-lagged, and I think I'm sick, but I'm going to do my best to power through this. We've got all sorts of hot, exciting news from the realm of video games. Um, first and foremost, uh, Bloodborne and Ratchet and Clank are free on PlayStation Plus this month. Go play them, please. Yes, please. Those are both very awesome games. Hopefully you don't play them, like, really back-to-back because they're tonally just exactly polar opposites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, we can talk about that in a second. Uh, there's some delays, uh, which are not, not great. There are promotions, which are good for the people Ooh. being promoted, and departures, which really could go either way. Uh, we're going to talk about the hit PlayStation uh, game publisher, Valve, which is they're doing some stuff with games. Uh, but let's talk about Bloodborne and Ratchet & Clank first.
5: Yeah, I feel bad because we didn't talk about last week and we really should have because I was very excited on the fact that two – in my opinion, two of the best (laughs) PS4 exclusives slash games of this generation – are free.
4: I agree. Saturated yeah. lineup. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank is a great game. Do we have to say anything else about it? Does anyone have anything yeah. else to say? That's, yeah, yeah, cool. uh, really, really good game. So
0: I played that. I wasn't really attached to the originals. Like I never got into them when they came out. Mm-hmm. I know they're they're great games, but as far as that level of nostalgia, the aesthetic I feel like is very. Um,
4: it's beautiful that's, you can see well, here. That's well, that's <laughs>
0: definitely not Ratchet and Clank. That there's is that there there's there's the it is the one. Yeah. Uh, the aesthetic, I feel like a lot of people who are younger than me are nostalgic for it, but like in the same way that I like look at an old Super Nintendo game and I'm like, oh, like that's my childhood there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was a little bit out, kind of outgrown that that look. But uh, I played the game and gradually I was like, oh, this feels like a like a Rocket Raccoon game. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. like this little, I mean, totally. you know, this little like vermin with a gun. A wise vermin that. with a large it's just gun. Just, it's yep. just super fun, and <laughs> yeah. I also love that they they kind of screwed around and they were like, hey, here's the game based on the movie, based on the game, and this is. This is good, unlike the movie,
4: considerably better. Yeah, it's
1: very self-aware, and like I love, I I'm pretty nostalgic for that franchise. I grew up with it on PS2, and what I love about this one is, it looks like a Pixar movie, like in action. Like it is such a gorgeous. When I went back and looked at what the PS2 one looked like, I'm like, how is this the same game? Yeah, Yeah, totally. That's crazy. But it's also still just so fun to play. Like they really, they left a lot of what was intact on the PS2 there, but refined it a bit. And so the weapons that they created way back when are still there, and they're awesome. Right, weapons. Yeah. It's like the weapons that you get to play with. It's like there's a disco gun that makes all the enemies dance. Like yeah. The weapons are so good. It's well, such a wide range.
5: And it's one of those things, uh, I was sick over the weekend, and I played, for some reason, I just wanted comfort food games, and so I played a bunch of this, and I played a bunch of Sunset Overdrive, and that just got me super excited for Spider-Man. That's exactly what I was going to say. Because yes, Sunset Overdrive yeah. is like, oh, this is how Spider-Man's going to feel. Yeah. Right, Move around right. New York. <laughs> and then all of sort of the humor and the gadgets in uh, Ratchet & Clank, I'm like, oh, and then this is what the game... like. The, the tools we have at our disposal. This is what they're going to feel like, and this is what the the dialogue and the banter is going to be like, which is awesome. The disco
4: that's, spider. Yeah. That's, be. that's really interesting to perceive it that way as sort of a the recipe for what mm-hmm. Spider-Man's going to be. I saw that they were tweeting out some like still images of Peter Parker in a full suit in his apartment and everything, and I was like, oh, that's right. They're making this game, and it's going to be yep. incredible. Yeah. Like I think we've spectacular. Spectacular is word. Amazing. amazing. There it is. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think we've been sort of like. uh I, I will say I've been sort of calm about my optimism for that game because I don't really know where it's going to go. But the more I pay attention to it, I'm like, no, this is a real thing. There was a while there where I was like, I don't know if the Spider-Man is going to be an actual full game, if it's just going to be QTEs or if it's going to be like, no, this is a, a real full-fledged Spider-Man game, and it's going to be fantastic. It's yeah. going to be great. Um, and yeah, so go play Ratchet. Uh, the animation's really fantastic. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about that. Yeah, the,
0: the lighting really is really yeah. cool because I think yeah. it's neat. The designs are very like – you know they they polish them up and upres them and everything add add more textures and stuff. But the lighting in that game is, is mm-hmm. just really really he does impressive.
5: Also, like, even like the idle animations, like when I was reviewing it, I walked away and I came back and he was like juggling and just tapping his shoe and like playing with his wrench. And that's totally stuff I can imagine if you leave Spider Man still. Right, he's been doing all sorts of. will
1: do stuff with like just hanging in webs, yep. or, like create yep. a hammock and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's
5: or something. Yeah. More importantly, so you play this during the morning. And then what do you play at night? Bloodborne. Yeah. More importantly,
4: and like I feel like I. I don't know, we say this a lot, like, we, we state very obvious opinions here at IGN. We're like, oh, Super Mario is a great game. People are like, yeah, I know, but sometimes people have to be reminded a little bit. And I think this specifically, Bloodborne, um, you probably read about it over the last few years, seen videos about it, heard me yelling about how great it is. Mm-hmm. Um, this game is not, for everybody and you're you probably started it or you're looking at it and you're like oh it pushes back a lot it's really hard it's really evil it's all those things um if you are on the fence and you are a playstation plus subscriber i urge you to please give this game another chance Just put it in your library you can play it
0: later you You get it later whatever you're
4: gonna do yeah add it to your your Quay or Q, however you say it's that. Quay. Quay. It's Q. It's not I like Quay. I think it's Quay. Quay, Quay. Well. Quay is sort sort of a roller coaster of views too. and ease. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: I'm a, I've been that person who's been yeah. on the fence since it came out, and just like it didn't seem for me, it didn't seem that type of game. But right. I've heard how much you and so many people in the office have praised it, and like now that it's free, yeah. I don't have an excuse. Yeah, like, so I just want to dive
0: in. The thing with that game, and I wish that I, I wish that I bothered to like just ask around a little bit about like what what to do, because it's a game that very much needs to have that kind of playground like support group where yeah. you go and you're going like I don't know what to do now, and somebody's like Oh, you got to go find the twisted lever and do the, the gnarled <laughs> root or the blood tears or something. All those are pretty um, much things. The yep, game. Yeah, you have, to, uh, you have to die on the first boss before you can level up.
4: Yeah, or you can find... Yeah, there's, there's another way to level up. You can find the madman's knowledge somewhere in some hole. <laughs> right it's easier to just die (laughs) yeah Yeah.
0: but you basically told me that and i pretty much was like oh then i shouldn't waste time just getting my ass repeatedly kicked by these dudes on the same street because you don't you don't get any like you learn where things are but it's faster to just kind of burn through find the boss die and then you have the opportunity to start grinding yeah uh yeah the second i did that the game made sense to me
4: yeah and it's you know again like you're, you've probably seen this game running in action. You're probably like, it's too scary or it's too hard. Um, it does push back a lot, but there's this hump that happens early on that if you get over it, um, or get good as they say, uh, the game magically opens up, and it becomes this thing where... It pushes back a lot, but once you start kind of grinding a little bit, getting better at combat, getting better weapons. The like tips I'll give you right out the box is like, yeah, like Max said, you know, die on the first ball so you can start leveling up. Uh keep an eye on your your weapon has like a mild degradation thing where basically it'll break after a while. you bring it back to the doll lady in your home or whatever in your weird farmland or toy wife. Toy wife. Your toys are <laughs> keeping toys go back wife. to the real Katie doll. And... It. Um use the uh use the weird magical threaded cane whip thing. Thing if you're a new a uh, new player, because it's, I saw it's, somebody else
0: say sword is better for newcomers. Yeah, I mean,
4: I, I prefer the threaded threaded whip cane thing That's because what it's, I went with it. So it, it plays it plays very Castlevania y and it also gives you a good distance from your enemies. You've got speed um, and range with that, definitely, nice. definitely. Yeah. Uh, this is this is a much quicker game than like your average Souls like or Dark Souls style game, uh, and it's just so incredibly like just creatively gruesome mm-hmm. to the point where tiptoeing around corners in that game feels like nothing else I've ever played in a video game. I replayed the game in its entirety this year because I felt like it and it completely cemented the game as a top three game of all time for me wow. like it went from being like oh i really like bloodborne it's one of my favorite games To oh my god yeah this is up there with like stuff like resident evil 4 and Links awakening and mario 64 and a couple other like if you had a cram all in gun to head, here's your top five games of all that time rules it's somewhere up there i even played through all the dlc this year which is awesome it's also uh, on sale so if you start playing bloodborne which you can get for free through playstation plus or whatever you pay a year. Um, and you're like, I like this. Jump and grab the DLC because it's it's like dirt cheap right now, yep. and it's usually twenty bucks. I think it's like ten or fifteen now. Yeah. So just get it, put it in your quay, your queue. It's not yeah. a quay, it's So, so it good news
0: is. about this is, uh, I think to kind of coincide with this, the Bloodborne community, without any official like sanctioning, has decided to make this what do they call it, a Bloodfest or
3: something? Yeah. Hashtag <laughs> Bloodfest.
0: Basically, they're all jumping in, and there is this there is this kind of uh, c- confusing, c- kind of almost journey esque uh, multiplayer in this game yeah. where people will le- leave you. Obtuse poetry written in the blood on the <laughs> yeah. ground, or something, and occasionally will come into your game and help you fight things. But right. basically, the game grows by more people playing it. So right now, the fact that a lot of people are playing it, it's a really good time to jump yeah. in. It. And it's yeah. one of those
5: things where like it seems super intimidating, but the community, by and large, I think is really welcoming. Yeah, like there is that small like you got to get good, and like oh, this game isn't for you. But then there's a lot of people who are like us, where it's like this game is actually for everyone. Like we're not the best at video games, but we got through Bloodborne. Yeah, I was it, I, I was
4: telling I was telling Max at lunch that it felt like um like my first year in art school, all the classes were six hours long mm-hmm. and everyone was like, I can't do this. This sucks. And they all, like half the class quit. And then like the next year there were like three hours long. Yeah. And it was like, oh, if you had just Stuck around, like it gets easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the game gets, it, it ramps up in difficulty, but the cool thing about it is that you get better and better yeah. and better as you play. Uh, also, I think that this game is genuinely one of the scariest games ever made. And we've seen a big shift towards more sort of first person y jump scare stuff, like Outlasty type stuff. And the Twitch communities have really gravitated towards that in the last few years. And that's awesome. I love games like that. But that sort of like creeping sense of horror and survival elements that are really missing well, in a lot of Resident is, Evil games. Is also yeah. like, yeah.
1: it's
0: like, it's like boss fight terror. Yeah, you know, you don't even—it's not even a boss necessarily, but you come across some enemy you haven't encountered before, and you don't know what it's capable of. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's I that mean, f- you get that scream, screaming like,
4: "What the so, f is yeah. that is something I say to myself yeah. constantly. Well, this uh, game. You start entering, like you see like an open
5: grove, and you're like, "I know what's going to happen. I'm going right. to enter that. Yeah. I'm going to see a cutscene. I'm going to fight a nightmare." Yeah,
4: and the cool yeah. thing too is that this is an open world game. I don't think a lot of people really realize that. Like, you can sequence break this thing. Mm-hmm. You can. There's branching paths. The first boss in the game for most people is not the same first boss as is for other people, right? There's two different ways you can go. And the whole flow of the game is to basically, like, get through a, bu- a street full of a bunch of bad motherfuckers, ah! kill as many as you can, or sneak past them, open up a gate, and that'll make your sort of sequence through the next I've section never
0: even been easier. i so proud of myself for opening a
5: door.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, my <laughs> God, gates <laughs> are, like, <laughs> the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. You open up shortcuts for yourself. It, I mean, so, it's,
0: yeah. the way it's constructed is just fascinating. And it also, it teaches you to appreciate the the architecture and the mm-hmm. level, and it makes you learn things. Like, I can... Like I have a mental map of where things are in that game in a way that I I have for things in real life. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the oh, mark sounds of, of so good. Cool.
1: Yeah, I love um, a good like sense of space in a game. It's yes. like certain memories I have of like even something like Wind Waker. Like I can tell you the direction I went. Like that's you, one of my favorite yeah, games. For sure. I know you need things
0: need that I to play love. this game. Yeah. It's really yeah. I'm super, yeah. impressive. I, yeah. I
4: will say like the frame rate gets a little stuttery when yeah. goes crazy. Um, there's no 4K patch. If you're playing on a pro, it's it's it. It took me a minute to sort of be like, huh? Oh yeah. yeah it's the right. Loading times are better. From launch but still not fantastic. Oh really? Comparatively. Oh my god.
0: I I quit the game initially because of the loading times and it has since been like this is also they added they added like facts on the screen. So they can be like, oh, the Bloods Whip. That's the new potion of yeah. the yeah. You don't yarn just have to dollars. look at the Bloodborne <laughs> logo. Also,
5: re- and, yeah. read all the item descriptions if you want the story, because that kid's got a really cool story that you need yeah, to work. God, a and oh my God, yeah, there's just so much cool lore and
4: so much cool stuff. Oh, like, also, you know, go going going get the them, art book if you're know. They it.
0: just started a comic, which is yeah. Uh, Titan Comics is publishing oh, wow. it. The first issue's out. It's got this wonderful kind of sketchy, uh almost like your Marty doesn't like it at all. He specifically no, was, was no. like, Brian Max, check out this awful Bloodborne. Hey, comic. let's we're, make fun of it with me, and then you guys like it. I was like, oh yeah, no, was uh. It's it's got like kind of just creepy, sketchy drawn, googly no, eyed it looks monsters. Like a, it and stuff. looks like a poo. So yeah, anyway. I think it it, it has that yeah.
4: weird it has that weird sort of drunken swagger that every enemy in the game has, where they're just swaying and there's like skin and cloth. Hanging it looks like it was from drawn by swimming.
0: Europeans who had wine for lunch. Ooh, Ooh lunch, lunch also,
4: one last thing. This game has some of my favorite sound design ever for a game that has oh. a incredibly oh. minimalistic soundtrack. There's almost no music in the op- in the overworld, but you get to bosses and things ramp up, mm-hmm. and the way things scream and sort of bubble and gurgle in the night yeah. in this game like you turn the corner and there's just like dudes who are just like <laughs> you're like ah, so
3: my i think God. one of
0: my one of my favorite things is there's uh in their ears. Oh, there's a, like, a courtyard you go into and everyone's in their homes. That's something that like, they don't show you. There's not like, NPCs walking around being like, oh, hello there. How are you today? <laughs> you, but you hear people having a dinner party and yeah. there's a like, faint candlelight in one of the windows. And you hear a woman laughing. And it's this this freaky sensation that like, oh, the town is on lockdown because monsters are roaming the streets. <laughs> right. But I'm out here with them. They're in there having a nice time. Yeah. This sucks.
4: Well, they're also kind of so like cool. you walk by the door and they're like, go away, you garbage man. <laughs>
0: Oh, you a me the golden <laughs> yeah. strawberry I asked yeah. for?
5: Totally, away!
3: Away! Away! This totally did
5: the thing, like, in the same way that Ratchet has me excited for Spider-Man, this is cool because it has us excited for whatever Shadows Die Twice yeah. is. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we see more of that at E3. Yeah, it's,
4: yeah. it's, it's really interesting because the more I think about... I've, I've said for years now, like, I want a Bloodborne too, And replaying the game, I'm like, I, I actually don't want that at all. Mm-hmm. I want I want them to make something completely new and surprising. Neon know? Genesis Evangelion game. Ho, 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 ho. Something
0: completely <laughs>
3: oh,
5: new. God. That would be so good. <laughs> completely new. Holy it's crap. completely new. You've never seen that show. I don't know that what's show. going on.
4: No, who's what Shinji going up to? Oh, no, there's a bunch of dudes in like in the womenly robot suits. It's no, they're not go. womenly robot suits. They're just tight fitting. They're fine. It's
5: so messed up.
0: I literally currently at home. I have the Bloodborne art book sitting on top of an Evangelion art book that I just that just showed up from Amazon Ooh, last
1: week. So convenient.
0: Uh, that's yeah. I, there, there's not an Evangelion game. That's not happening. I don't
1: think. Ooh, cool this, it was... It's weird. You're also a lead developer at from software. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I admit. <laughs> song. Uh, so yeah, play, play Blood Bloodborne. Born. Do it. And when it scares you, play Ratchet and Clank because yep. it's cute. Yep. Yeah. Um. So on the subject of uh, I don't. know, There's no segue here. Days yes, Gone
5: is. has been delayed to 2019. I would have gone with, like, the zombie scary horror. I would have just been it's on a list, a games list. that you won't be playing this year.
0: There you go. Day's games gone. that you can't go home and play right now. Day's gone. Uh, that's been delayed until 2019. Uh, official website changed from 2018 to 2019. Sony said it was deliberate. They didn't accidentally change the year on a website and well, happens announce a lot. something. Um, yeah, this is
5: funny because uh, a week after they announced the date for Detroit at the end of uh, uh, May – they're like, oh, and by the way, the other game that you saw a couple of years ago is not coming out this mm-hmm. year. Which uh, we were talking, I think, last week. This makes sense because in Sony's portfolio, this is the game that shouldn't come out this fall. Because a, aside from Spider-Man, which ho- hopefully comes out summer or early fall, right? Nothing, everything should get out of the way of Red Dead, and then at the beginning of uh, October, Call of Duty. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, especially a new IP like this. I think and this Smash is... Brothers. And Smash Smash. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jesus. Um, this being an early 2019 game seems like a good fit. Like, that's that dying yeah. light sort of spot mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, we played all the fall games. What do we want to play in January, February, or March?
1: Hey, yeah. it's this. this. And here's play. like a meaty likely open world experience yeah
5: totally yeah exploring my worry is that do you suffer from winter
0: depression well (laughs) check out uh the pacific northwest (laughs) uh filled with death and hopeless rainfall hey
5: sometimes it's snow it's sunny yeah
1: dynamic Uh, depressing weather system now that i live uh, on the west coast dynamic
4: this is 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 escapism for me because i don't get i don't get to walk around snowy forests anymore i don't get to be chased by hordes
0: of freakers getting this away from red dead is very smart because oh yeah I mean, obviously, they're very different games, but, you know, again, it's a huge, sprawling open-world game, and people are going to, you know, they're going to make their make their pick, and yeah. one of them has a two at the end of it. So. Well, especially not just
1: Red Dead, but this fall is getting so stacked. With yeah, the a big biggest. worry is
5: 2019 is going to have another Sony game that has a two in it. And that's the Last of Us. Yes, oh, and they yeah. seem a little bit the mm. the the Cordyceps seem a little bit similar to the Freakers, and I just don't think like no matter how good Days Gone is, you don't yeah. want to be sort of compared to Last of Us two. You don't want to be compared to arguably the best the sequel of the best game of the last generation.
1: Especially that we've seen that the Last of Us Part Two probably takes at least partially in Seattle, right? Except Northwest. Yeah, like there, yeah, there are a lot of just easy comparisons to draw, in, yeah. even sure. if they're very different types. of Well, games and to that play.
5: Joel dies and becomes a motorcycle. That yes, rides, yeah. like yeah. yeah. She rides the prologue. Weird
0: though. that he still talks as. Yeah. A Motorcycle.
5: As a talking motorcycle. It's like Byron Commando got his get wife became here. his arm. Yeah, that's yeah. true.
4: Um, something tells me the good folks at Sony are cracking this puzzle right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're not just like, oops, zombie games on the same day. We them uh, on the same, same, day. same day. That said, yeah. you're right. Like When we all do get together to talk about Game of the Year or when people reflect on, on a year's worth of video games, uh, these things should be spaced out a little bit, and one will almost certainly overshadow the other. Uh, I'm not saying it'll be The Last of Us 2, but it'll probably be The Last of Us 2. Um, that said... I'm really into this game. Like I'm actually really excited for days gone. I'm of the mindset that I'm not, I'm not dying to play it. So, um, they need to take the time with it. The same thing I was like with, with red Dead. I'm like, take your time. Like when it's ready, I'll be here and I'll, I'll play it. But ready,
0: daddy redemption,
4: ready, daddy redemption. Um, my worry is that red dead comes out and then red dead's like, let's do the zombie stuff. And then that comes out the same day as that. Yeah.
0: That is something that rockstar would do. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but you wrote down, uh, Marty, you wrote, should we we be worried? Yeah. I almost read that correctly, but I don't think so. No, it's it's Sony. It's a first-party thing. Obviously, they want to put out a a title that shows off their hardware to the best of its abilities. Mm -hmm. uh, I think this is probably either just strategic or they're like, the motorcycle isn't fast enough. Make it cooler.
5: Yeah. My worry is that this game, we've seen it at a couple E3s, and this game hasn't had the demo that made us be like, "Oh, this is why I'm stoked." Which right. God of War's yeah. had, Spider Man had, even Detroit. Some of those demos have had. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm just worried right. that
4: they haven't done the like, "Oh, I fully trust you." Everything, this game. everything I like about this game is because I've played a version of it in a different game that sure. I have enjoyed. Mm-hmm. You know, there hasn't really been like, it's not like the first time I saw. I don't know. You you take like a really like a really interesting innovative game, right? Like even something like recently something like Odyssey, where yeah. it was like, oh, the mechanic here is you throw your hat at something and you become yeah. them, and that or that cool. first like Horizon demo where you're like, oh, okay, I get what's going on. Yeah, here. watching yeah. watching watching like a dinosaur getting taken down in, in Horizon, yeah. I was like, I've never played anything like this. Yeah, um, and I'm not getting that here. I'm getting a lot of like, well, this looks. Good, because I know what it's like to drive a motorcycle in a game. I know what it's like to fight a bunch of zombies in a game. Mm -hmm. Um, The big hook here is that you're fighting, like, large waves, snaky hordes of mm -hmm. undead. I
0: think the—I mean, to put it in kind of in a nutshell, this is going to be a little bit like Far Cry, but instead of animals, it's zombies. And that there's a lot of them, you know? so like you're using, you're you're able to use them to yeah. your advantage, but they're also a danger to you. Yeah, in the same uh, I mean, way, like a
5: bear or a tiger can kill you in Far Cry. If you're smart, you can have it kill everything else. And the same thing mm-hmm. with like AC Origins with like lions that are mm-hmm. in uh,
4: and there are there are, and there are undead bears in this game.
0: Yeah, I like that. yeah. That's, no, I mean I I
4: like I like that a lot. I actually, that's one the kind of not thing... not
0: undead, w- they're freakers.
4: I want to see freaker animals. Mm-hmm. I want to see more of them. I want angel see, mind freaker. Yeah. yes I think that's that will that's what will separate this from other games, sort of of its ilk. I think it's also. <laughs> Ooh.
1: it's also good to give it its time because it did have its moment that didn't really land back in 2016 at E3, or was both shown at like
4: the in the beginning it of the conference and closed the show and then and closed. Like, yeah, no, and I'm it was like,
1: ex- oh, this is cool, but it also feels like other things I've seen. Yeah. So it, it had its really, moment,
4: like, but it also yeah. had it oversaid its welcome almost, and it, yeah. that wasn't their fault. You could very no, clearly yeah. see that something else was supposed to be there, yeah, and got yanked out at it the. I last mean,
0: time. I I have a lot of faith. This is going to be an incredibly just an incredible game because uh, it's it's. I'm, you know it's first party it's gonna it looks incredibly ambitious but like i'm worried it's going to be the same thing that horizon did for me where it's got enough pieces of games that i've played before and i'm just sort of like well this is huge uh do i want to devote time to doing this thing that feels familiar right. uh you know and I, I in the case of horizon like i thought the, the setting was really fascinating i didn't really care for the story but in this case i'm actively turned off a, the backwards baseball cap walking dead aesthetic. Like it's just the kinda of, I don't know it's not my jam. Like I I'm just hoping like kind three of days
5: weird. after this game comes out, something like Breath of the Wild is of a little bit of a little bit of a hopefully
4: they let a like get a different hat I just We're don't like. I don't, world world. I, don't, I don't really yeah, like that no. dude.
0: You know, like he's got like too many coats on. Sam Witwer, yeah. he's a wonderful
4: man. He's friends with us.
0: Oh, he's cool. He's the actual man.
3: Is cool. oh, the guy in the game.
0: Yeah, yeah he's yeah, got too many coats. What it's cold. What's, I forget <laughs> his name. He's got some like Deacon,
5: Deacon, Deacon something, Deacon
0: St. John. That's his, is is that yeah. his name. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. I don't know. <laughs> wow. I am not know like biker yeah. stuff. I remember it's floating around in there somewhere. Anyway,
4: I'm with you. I'm. Yeah. I'm not crazy but, like I. I binge watched all the Sons of Anarchy seasons and I was like, I don't know how I feel after that. Max, I feel like
5: you could have been the son of a biker.
4: Yeah, probably. Yeah, that would make that
0: would make a lot of sense. Yeah, like why I don't trust them?
3: They're
5: good. At oh. t- I'm just kidding. I trust
0: the bikers. Don't attack me. Don't before. throw chains at my home. <laughs> <laughs> don't hit me
4: with your bike rocks. Yeah, that's a, you. Got, you picked a bad audience <laughs> to go <Yeah>. out. <laughs> people anyway. that can show up ac- incredibly quickly and then leave alone. Yeah, <laughs> that was the thing. Is like Brian well, I mean, and I made
5: fun of Sonic fans once. You made fun of bikers. Yeah. I like, yeah. think killed people at Altamont. Like, Sonic fans know. are pretty fast though. That's
4: true. <laughs> when yeah. they rent a van. <laughs>
0: Bikers, they leave silently in the night, very loudly. Uh, anyway, uh, in other news kind of related to Last of Us 2 and stuff, uh, there have been some shufflings around at Naughty Dog. Uh, Neil Druckmann is now the vice president of Naughty Dog, the studio. Uh, still creative director on Last of Us 2. Yes. That was so a one
5: that. people were worried where it's like, oh, no, are you no longer going to be making things and mm-hmm. just like signing checks and running day to day? And it's like, no, mm-hmm. he's still the lead on the game. Do
1: you anyway. think he hired that dog full time? The mocap the mo- dog from Last of Us? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: No, I think it's they probably had it put down. <gasps> they absolutely did not have it put down. No, I think there's probably a thing. There's probably some like screen actors dog guild where if they're mocapping a dog, they can't do it again because it would look too much like the sad. Just reuse the data. I don't know. I just made the, that up the that digital dog. I don't know. Um, and then it's announced that Anthony Newman and Kurt Kurt Margineau are now game directors on The Last of Us. <laughs> uh, Emily Schatz and Richard Cambier are now lead designers. Uh, this is uh, congratulations to everybody who. who
5: well, I like promoted. the fact that. It's, it's nice to see companies, cause we always write about layoff stories, and it's like, uh, That's, like, that uh, everyone, that everyone is, left yeah. Bioware, which I think is where we're literally getting to after this. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> like the idea that it's like, oh, people worked hard on, since Uncharted 2 on all these games, and they're slowly moving up, and a lot of these people, like, yeah, they're working on The Last of Us too but we know Naughty Dog's a two-team studio, and so yeah. maybe some of these people are working on whatever the next project this is. This
0: is, what's interesting about this though, is that every studio has slightly different structure you know and it's mm-hmm. it's i think it's we treat it like when it's a, you know like the directors announced for a movie but it's not the same because movies are sort of singular projects mm-hmm. and everything is done like you know everyone's kind of a contractor there whereas yeah. this naughty dog is a building you know it, yeah. people go to work there people have benefits there um you know presumably uh i don't know how i think they have benefits apparently not the dog
4: according to scott Max. has benefits they all get to pet that dog once a year
0: it's the <laughs> therapy dog it has to wear its ping pong
4: ball suit every day Healthcare um, in america
0: but no, I think it's 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 interesting cuz like what is uh you know how how studios are structured varies widely across mm-hmm. the, depending mm-hmm. on the size of the studio and, and what they're working on and everything so well,
4: Marty you hit on it right there the the fact that he that Neil is still the creative director on the last of us 2 is huge cuz yeah. I think that that's like there's this happens a lot in in business and in industries in general where people elevate to a point where they are uh they're sort of just like there, there's cops and robbers basically, right? And the robbers are out there having fun and the cops are like, sure. this is what you can do and this is what Miyamoto
5: you can do. wasn't the lead on Mario Odyssey. Right. Or Breath right. Of the Wild. Yeah. Right.
4: Uh, and then you look at like, I don't know if we covered it, but, um, Michael Condry and Glenn Schofield at Slungehammer moved up to like, exec positions at Activision. Yeah. Like those guys are like, they're like deep in the stocks now, I yeah. guess, right? Yeah. And they're like, low, <laughs> so high. Yeah, <laughs> Bitcoin. Um, but it doesn't sound like they're in the nitty-gritty sure. of, of creating video games anymore. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they, yeah. they get to come in once a month. I know like with Miyamoto for a while, he would just kind of come in. There was a long time in like in the 90s where he would come in and be like, I heard you're making a game about dinosaurs. And they're like, yeah. And he's like, put Star Fox in it. <laughs> Bye. I was like, oh, you asshole. <laughs> you know, it's hard to deal with that. So it's cool to see people still being in there. Whether or not that actually pans out to be true, who knows? Because his Neil's role is gonna change. It's going to change. I don't think it's going to change on
5: this game, especially since Bruce Straley left. Yeah, like, yeah. I think like that was the last of us was their baby, and I think now it's his baby, and I <laughs> think he's going to see it out the door. And maybe that means like maybe some of these hires mean that he's grooming the you know the next set of of creative directors of games. next games, which eventually that's what happens. Yeah, it's it's, it's
4: it's interesting when you look at stuff like this because as you know, Max just kind of alluded to it, but as companies grow and change over time, it's it's. It's completely different set of people than what you had at the beginning. Um, you look at stuff like rare and yeah. retro, and people mm-hmm. are always like, "Make another like banjo, make another like Metroid," and they're like, "Well, we can't. Like, we don't also have- most of the they're not the same people." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I read a this is totally tangential, but I read a weird story the other day that apparently there are. Do you guys know the band UB40? Yeah. yeah. Red Red Wine? Do you know like what's up with them now? No,
0: well, what happened? They never know what was up with them. Yeah,
4: well they're <laughs> terrible. I don't care about them, but uh they're uh they they've split into like two groups that are both pretending to be UB40 and they're fighting with each other over who oh, like man. owns the rights <laughs> and they have different front men but neither of them are like even the original group anymore.
0: So they got like a Danzig Misfits thing going on. Yeah, yeah. so you oh, can weird. go see them
4: in concert and if you're that divorced. <laughs> and <laughs> if you for wind up reality the same how divorced is that divorce yeah. uh, but you're not seeing the same version of this thing that you that you thought you grew up with yeah. mm-hmm. and i think that happens a lot uh with characters that are humans and yeah. not fictitious you know like that Superman is now written and drawn by different people, and, but he's still kind of Superman. Whereas, like, Naughty Dog now is different than Naughty Dog five years ago. And if they make The Last of Us Three, like, who knows? Neil Druckmann may be so deep into the other end of the corporate pool that a completely new set of people come in and tell those stories. So. I want
5: to write a uh, script about this whole, all this band this drama. This is UB 40. 40. Yeah. That's <laughs> what happens when you hit 40.
0: This is UB 40. <laughs> uh, anyway, so also in terms of, uh, you know, company shuffling around uh bioware writer drew carpishan has left a second time uh he wrote mass effect one and two
5: and then he was writing Good the ones. old republic
0: uh yeah he and i thought he came back for the old republic
5: oh he came back for the old republic right. and then he was like i'm writing anthem and yeah then he's like and then i'm done
0: he left and now he's going to do other stuff so i he's saw gonna go write he's, books Ooh. he's gonna i think he said that he's got a con- he's got a freelance thing with a f- uh like a fox pro-
5: mozilla firefox
0: It's not. It's not. He's not writing for a browser. He writes all the crash reports. Uh, No, apparently it's going to be a really creative episodic narrative game for uh, Spry Fox. Express five. Fox next. Fox next. Was the
1: the like their new like yeah, Fox's new development.
0: That company. is Fox, the studio connected. Though,
1: right? Yes, yeah. They okay. now like focus on yeah. game development.
0: So this has, like, is an episodic Fox. narrative thing based on an existing IP. Yes, you yeah. That's what it is. So that's open to interpretation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, people
5: are just sort of worried because in the past two years or so, so many people have left Bioware, and a lot of that was yeah. because of the fallout from Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah. But and there's the just fallout this, from
0: Mass Effect Three. And,
5: yeah. And there's just sort of a general sense of like. Bioware needing to get their footing again, like Math or Anthem looked really I cool mean, at EA yeah. last year. But like this is the big year. We know it's at EA Play. Remember like. when
0: they announced a game and had it playable at PAX and then it canceled it?
5: Oh yeah, the, like the, the four v one. Oh yeah, yeah. What was called? Shadow yeah. Realms, yeah. something. Yeah, something, yeah, yeah. Realms. Shadow I, yeah. Hunters. I mean,
0: yeah. that, that's yeah. what I'm saying is I don't remember. Like I played that game. Yeah, yeah. It was like a yeah, it was weird. Like a four v one. Mm.
5: like Remember four v one? Four v one. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh, that's
4: another, I mean, that's another sort of UB40 of the games industry, right? <laughs> like, who are they now? What are yeah. they? You know? Stop. You absolutely can't say <laughs> doing UB BioWare or UB40 industry? of the games industry. Who sings red, red wine at BioWare? Is that the name of the song? I remember. That was their only song. No, they did a cover of uh, the the uh, that oldest song,
5: Falling in Love With You. Two U- Princes? Why are you wrote? talking about UB40 on a PlayStation <laughs> <laughs> show? We're trying to get them. You know what? If Greg could become friends with Cisco, we could become friends with UB40. Exactly. Apologies
0: to any members of either version of UB40 currently listening to our show.
4: And apologies to Cisco for being compared to UB40. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: okay. So um, anyway, Drew Carverson wrote, I know a lot of you are wondering why I'm doing this. He wrote on his blog, for many people working at Bioware would be their dream job, and they can't imagine anyone stepping away from it, but it was time. For for me to move on everyone who works at bioware pours their heart and soul into the games they're making it's creatively demanding and at times exhausting yada 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 uh i i feel like i mean you you read stories about working at a game studio and and just i i don't think you need a reason to leave you know also, if, you can leave anywhere people yeah. leave
5: hygienic. It's not because they hate it they know i mean they want to go do something else i feel
0: like i if you were like hey bioware is hiring i'd be like I'm okay. No, I mean, from the outside looking (laughs) in. They get like death threats and then like spiteful cupcakes sent to their offices. Like,
4: (laughs) from the outside looking in, uh, like, video games are a grand old time and they're easy. They make themselves and they're super easy, and everyone working on them having the time of their lives. And the reality is, it's like shipping projects is incredibly difficult. And I watched Grandma's
5: like, Boys. seems like they're having a great time.
4: Yeah, they made that guy made an entire yeah. game on an Xbox. Demonic. <laughs> a, yeah. a 3D... Yeah. He got in trouble because he burned his hands on the stove <laughs> trying to make the marijuana meal. Weird thing about that movie... Um, it's got a ton of UB-40 <laughs> in it. Now, uh, no. <laughs> Weird thing about that movie, again total tangent but when i first saw that movie i was like that's utterly ridiculous nobody could ever make a 3d video game by themselves that is like 50 of kickstarter now yeah it's just yeah. a dude being like i made all the music myself like uh i made all that like a hat in time is made by that yeah. one guy <laughs> yeah You're like how'd you even do this yeah it's kind of amazing yeah, yeah. grandma's boy is real his grandma grandma helped you um... know what else is real is happy gilmore Shut up. Real film. Shut
0: up, right? Yeah, but remember when
5: he cut the crocodile's head off and then killed his friend? Because he's like, I got the the croc that bit your hand off and he fell out the window. And he fell out the window and died. Yeah. And his, the truck drove over his hand. Yeah, and the bad guy his name was named Shooter McGavin. That was a good name.
0: So anyway, Valve's yeah. making games again. Yeah! Uh, yeah, they've got, a got that, they've got that game, uh, Artifact. Yeah, cool, but that's is, not, we
5: don't need to talk about Artifact. It's, like it's, it's a combination
0: mm-hmm. of two things I don't know or care about, which is collectible card games and Dota 2. So so like that's, Yu-Gi-Oh? I, I guess I don't I don't know.
1: Sign me up then. But
0: yeah, uh, it's good that they're making games again. Obviously, they've kind of I've always said that they've been like, people are like, why doesn't why doesn't Valve make more games? And it's like because they made Steam, they don't have to. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. that's like if if pixar turned into netflix yeah like why why bother but this um, was
5: at the event that uh, miranda and tom were at on thursday gabe newell just straight up said like yeah this is the start of us shipping games again
0: yeah and
1: they
5: haven't shipped a full real game
1: since 2013 with dota and that's definitely a more definitive statement like the last few years they've talked about like we're not completely out of games or like we're into vr games or we haven't negated the idea that we wouldn't do portal or half-life games right. in that universe it, again dude posted
0: but, the script to half-life three on his blog and he's like anyway we're not making it you're like what yeah yeah
1: so yeah there have been all these vague statements throughout time but like saying that ah yes <laughs> coming to smash <laughs> half-life 3 but saying that they are shipping games again beyond artifact to me implies there's more coming it could be five years from now but
5: yeah yeah we know they still have a, uh, I think three vr projects in the works and gabe newell did say in reddit ama in january that they are working on a single player game hmm. really yeah
1: yeah well, but he lies a lot yeah well know. and supposedly those jj J. abrams movies are still coming whatever those oh, are yeah yeah, yeah. those yeah. are still things that are Supposedly working on, according to that AMA. Yeah. So,
5: man, what yeah. the hell? I just really, I really want a, I want a Half-Life or a Portal or a, a Left for Dead or something else. Mm-hmm. What, what if I'm, they just
0: made a just rebooted Half-Life entirely? You know, here is the Half-Life again. And everyone's like, you really can't count to three, can you? Can't. <laughs> They're,
4: maybe, not, but that's the thing. Gabe was like afraid of threes. It's it's really weird because I, I was working here during kind of the thick of it with Left for Dead and, yeah. and Portal, just being really huge franchises. And if you had asked me back then, like do you think these things will be around? I would have been like, yeah, we would be playing a new a new one of these We're going to get three- sick of them at a certain yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. Like every two or three years, we're going to get a new Portal game, and it's going to have like three hours worth of awesome puzzles and then uh, like great VO and a great story. It's going to be super funny. Everyone's going to buy all these weird shirts based on the jokes in them. Mm-hmm. We're going to run it into the ground and get tired of it, and then new one will come out and be amazing. And then they just stop. The fact that Left for Dead basically was like we were at the kind of the apex of like the zombie uh, entertainment culture. Yeah. And it's just, they were just like, ah, eh, bye.
5: Yeah you're, yeah, you're not, you're gonna yeah, stop the hell. Well, and, yeah. Yeah. and then that
4: the, the weird asynchronous multiplayer games blew up so much and that all this other stuff were happening and they were just like, No
3: well and they're
1: still like it's crazy that for portal at least we just got bridge constructor portal yeah which is still a portal themed thing and like i started playing it and it totally has like the whole glados aesthetic to it and you're very much like within the labs there it feels like a portal game that is just a different type of puzzle game and then they also like they're still supporting team fortress 2 they did like a really huge update to that game
4: last year right yeah like i mean bridge constructor feels like the kind of thing that you'd be like oh that's that's a that's a cool thing to sit alongside Portal Three. Yes. Same thing with Portal yeah. and Lego Dimensions. Yeah. I was yeah,
5: like, Oh, there's like a bunch of like original dialogue and VO. Yeah. But what about Portal
4: Three? And that's like that's so um, it's so frustrating to be like, I know you guys remember Portal because you're referencing it and you're making games alluding to it, and you're it's a, a mini game in, in Lego over here, and like there's a, an entire old like side game where you're building bridges and stuff like that. And it's like, well, where's the where's the where's Portal Three? Where's Portal Four? Where's where's the next Left for Dead? Like, I can't understand why like. Well, that's a that's still an immensely popular game. Like I just don't get it. It Just they just
5: stop. I feel like the way to get around the the fear of threes is to just release Orange Box two, and then have three mm-hmm. yeah. really cool. and yeah. Portal three and Left 4 Dead three in there. And like, <laughs> Look, we
0: actually just <laughs> or you could 2. just
4: skip to fours
0: or maybe it's a bunch of just new things that we've never seen before that are just made there and new
4: things. To this day, I still cannot believe that the Orange Box was a real thing. Yeah, I, I still like st- it's still just like. Could yeah. you imagine that nowadays? A, yeah. a major publisher being like, here's like six of our games and like a bunch of them are brand new. Yeah. yeah. Here you go.
5: Yeah. It's, I mean, it's God, like being like, hey, so, uh, cool. yeah. so the next uh, Uncharted and the next uh, uh, Horizon, it's the same game. You yeah. Just buy yeah. it once and you get them both. You're like, why? What? What did we do? Yeah. And there's a I couple remember... Jack and Daxters in there too. Just <laughs> yeah, have, a yeah. good, have a good weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> here's uh, Overwatch. Uh, You're yeah. like, what? In high school. <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay. Having to
0: install Steam <laughs> and just being like, oh, what is this? And now it's like the most kind of just ubiquitous PC gaming. It's just kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah, they're they're a strange company. Did you
5: know there's an actual large valve at Valve as well when people take pictures? Yeah, that's true. Cranking it.
0: Does Gabe Newell do like the Willy Wonka thing where he comes out and he pretends to be like sick with a cane and then just does a (laughs) somersault and then like throws like steam coupons at everybody? Sounds horrifying. (laughs)
4: <laughs> they they did that a while until people started throwing up.
0: <laughs> no, I mean they they do have that like Willy Wonka thing going on where it's like yeah. they're like you're like what are they working on in there? I don't know, but it's got to be good.
4: Yeah, there's a large boy stuck in a chocolate pipe. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason why we haven't got Portal
0: <laughs> Three that right now. Anyway, uh, speaking of things that are blue, uh, there's a Violet. Segue. You're
4: turning Violet. Violet.
0: Uh, blue Points. Uh, blue Point is uh, making another game. Um, Half they- life three. Yeah, they're going to be no, doing a. are doing, doing a HD remix of uh, Half Life Two. Um, no, they uh, they said we could be doing another remake, but wait, what does it say, Marty? Do it. I don't know. No, that's the, I don't
4: have a piece of paper. You well, know. we could they be were, doing. Okay, but we're doing another remake. While Thrush remained tight-lipped on what the next remake might be, he did speak in broad terms about what's next for Blue Point. This was said to Digital Foundry via Eurogamer.
5: And then, so so we said the thing they're working on is bigger than their last thing, which was Shadow Shadow of the the Colossus Remake, which is huge. Which is a straight up, you know, I gave it a 9.7, like one of the greatest games I've ever played. And so looking at Blue Point's history, They came, they're one of those studios like Armature that came from retro. Mm -hmm. They were founded by former retro folks. Mm. And then they started out with, uh, I think the game was called Blast Reactor, which was actually one of the first two PSN games. Yep. And then since then, they've had a very close partnership with Sony doing these HD remakes. And that ranges from. They did
0: Metal Gear HD collection, right? Metal
5: Gear to Uncharted, God of War, War, to, uh, you know, uh, Shadow of the Colossus. They've done some non. Uh, Sony stuff with, like, they did the 360 version of Titanfall. And so the big question is, like, what, what is this thing they're doing hmm. that could be bigger than Child of the Colossus that we could speculate maybe has a Sony...
3: Huh, yeah slant to it. well I totally I totally
0: misread this, and i thought I thought he said we are doing another remake, and then we of course have a list of remakes. we hope that they're working oh, yeah. on. but yeah. uh, that's that's so smart as a as a company because they and a lot of companies that, that port stuff over that's a way you learn the guts of of hardware without having to build a game at the same time, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like you know copying a famous artist painting or something to be like, they oh, clearly
1: so. like. Really done their homework on how to develop for the PS4 because they make absolutely beautiful remakes. Yeah, Not just Shadow, but like everything they've done. Well, and
5: that's one of the like... things they did the PS3 version of Eco and Shadow. And so they knew the internals of that game. So yeah. going into like they had a leg up over everyone. So, so going into the PS4 remaster or remake or whatever the hell you want to call it. Like the reason it's still one of the best looking games ever made oh, is God. because yeah, they understand it. Gear. Yeah. So that's yeah. the thing is what is it? And so there's a couple thoughts.
1: Because the word big is very vague. It could mean like a literally larger game yeah. or that the undertaking is so much bigger than what yeah. they had to do.
5: And so my first thought was they're the leads on the Medieval remake, which was announced at uh, PSX, which mm-hmm. you don't think of that game as big. But I think the big part of that could mean that's a PS1 game. That's going to take a lot of work to make anyone want to play this in a mindset. it's a PS1 3D action game, and in order to make that – not you know in order to make you not want to throw up playing it in 2019 or 2018 mm-hmm. like you have to completely remake that game so maybe that's what it means is a complete remake yeah.
4: or which is a a big undertaking not necessarily a big IP yeah, yeah.
5: it's like yeah. ostensibly making a game from the ground up yeah. or if you want a big IP the one metal gear game that they haven't touched is guns of the patriots so maybe metal gear 4 is well and game.
1: also what if they did the HD collection the MGS HD collection again but did what they did with shadow
5: Right, because wasn't
1: wasn't MGS largely like a remaster? Yeah, where they could be doing what they did with Shadow and really bumping it up, or Or if you do that with just Metal
4: Gear Solid One and And making it look good on that's making it it look good on a 4K TV. Like, what if you make Metal Gear
5: Solid One just feel like Phantom Pain? Yeah, it
0: would be so bittersweet because after seeing what the Fox Engine can do, yeah, uh, I mean they kind of they kind of had that with uh, with Twin Twin Snakes snakes, though where. New mechanics that were introduced in two, they just threw them on on like one, and it, and it it broke. The game. It broke. Yeah, yeah exactly. no, so, it, it
4: straight up broke every boss fight in that game, so part, or most yeah.
0: of them. Part of me is like, man, I want to see, I want to see Metal Gear Solid One in, in the Fox Engine, but like, no, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> that would be like a weird broken. That would be like just like a mod, you know. I think a yeah. big
4: part of that game being so iconic are the camera angles that felt like most of it was being played through security cameras. You yeah. know, like those like weird top downy isometric <laughs> angles that that really conveyed. Like the sort of stalking around in that game,
5: yeah. And each, mm-hmm. each room felt like a puzzle because of that, because yeah. it sort of it, it withheld information from you.
4: I think the thing is, now that survive is out of the way, did we get NPD on that yet, or is it too soon? Uh, it was
5: zero, yeah. It didn't, it didn't sell, it's first game to not just not sell any.
4: Great work, guys. <laughs> good, good uh, no, things, we did buddy. not get NPD yet, okay. Um, because I imagine that is a, going to dictate a lot of the future of what that franchise. Holds that said, um, whatever they're working on, they're already working on. So yeah. I have a feeling, survive is there. It's it got out of the way. It's out now. That's what you want to do with your money. Go we're for also, it.
0: We're also like wildly speculating about like this being Metal Gear. Oh no, Not totally. Yeah. Who does, knows does what Konami record, wants to
1: do? Yeah. yeah.
5: So they also, I have a hunch. They have. Uh, they've saying? worked with EA before. Yeah. So one of the other things we we're thinking of was
1: in a in a non-Sony capacity, it could be the Mass Effect trilogy. Yeah. Which we know after like years of EA saying we don't want to do remakes, we don't think that's worth the time or the effort or what our players want. They're like, yeah, well, maybe we should do a Mass Effect. Final franchise. Paradise right. just came out this week. Yeah. yeah. So. Um,
5: and the thing is that to me, logically, that is such a a that's such a good show of faith to the fans. And it's like we know you love this original trilogy. Here, it's it's playable in 4K on do PS4. They? I don't, think they, what?
4: No. I don't think they love the original trilogy. They
5: love one and two. Yeah. <laughs> they will love one and yeah. two. And so imagine, whatever, next year we get the Mass Effect trilogy on PS4 and Xbox One running in 4K. Uh, Mass Effect 1 has the 2 and 3 engine. Like the combat's actually good in these games. And then this wins everyone's love back so that next generation you could just release Mass Effect 4. You just pretend Andromeda didn't and Half-Life
0: Three is yeah. a PlayStation Five launch title. I mean, it's hacked <laughs> in
5: with Portal
4: Three, like, and Left If death. EA
5: was smart, this is what they would four, do. Like, they need, four, especially four. Bioware, like need to get back in people's good graces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're right.
0: You're totally right. I love how this is one of those episodes where, like, Blue Point President said. Uh
5: we're we're working on our work and we're like, what if EA did this? <laughs> just completely <laughs> yeah. spun out of control. Well no. So there is one thing I actually uh, the thing I actually do think this is. Oh, that Andrew suggested to you. Like right? you yeah. Shut up. <laughs> what, what idea did I you steal is, from our good? I think board. this is Demon's Souls. Uh I think we have gotten the rumors of a Demon's Souls remake forever. Huh. The Demon's Souls servers just went off. The Demon Souls it just got re-rated. Really? Yeah, it just got rated again, and I think this could be... You know, there have been rumors of this for the longest time, so I think them... I think, in theory, remaking Demon's Souls to work on PS4, having it look like Dark Souls 3, in my opinion, would be
4: as big, if not bigger, than the other classes. And we're getting the Dark Souls remake in, like, a month. We're getting Dark Souls 1 remake in the month, so... Yeah, mm. which I, I randomly have been getting really excited about having played through Bloodborne again yeah. this Oop. year because that game whooped my <laughs> when I first played it and it, it pushed back too hard and I just gave up. Yeah, I know it's a, like, a much more slower, clunkier, more methodical game, but, but you like understand what it's trying to do. Now. Yes, like your now, brain is there for it. Now I'm ready for that language and I'm yeah. ready to get terrified and yeah. my ass an torn apart. So
1: cute.
5: Yeah, I, right. I really yeah, like that Solar Amiibo. I know we don't yeah. talk. To, it doesn't matter that it's a Nintendo thing, but buy a little Solar Amiibo and have them next to your Yarnum Tataku. I think you know, I'm. I think I'm going to play Dark Souls on PS4. Yeah. You're not going to swatch it? you got to get, mm. get that big TV. You've got the you big screen. You're going to have a full babby when mm. it comes in, like right after it comes out, though. You're going to need to like hold the babby and then go through the undead well, bird. The good
0: thing is that putting <laughs> nice. a game that is infuriatingly hard on a system you can throw maybe not the best idea. Ooh, that's not
5: mm-hmm. good. Uh, I just, the idea of playing Dark Souls on a plane is so weird to me. Yeah. it's not an airplane video game. You don't, though, really. you don't want to cuss in front of that crying baby? No, you're supposed to be seated and not moving when you play Dark Souls. Dark Souls should have a pedometer on it, and if you're moving, it stops. It's supposed to be in the dark? What? Yeah. Starving. What are you doing on
0: airplanes? <laughs> I'm usually seated and not moving.
5: Oh, it's moving. You're moving at like several hundred miles an hour.
0: doesn't feel like it, though. Yeah. Anyway, what do you, get nauseous. What do, J- Jonathan, what do you think Bluepoint's doing?
1: Uh, I feel like the if we ignore the Sony of it all, the Mass Effect trilogy is like a pretty good guess for a reasonable thing. Um for PS1 era, like, there's so much that is now being done. Like, we saw Crash happen. There are all these rumors of Spyro happening. Like, in terms of things that are people are nostalgic for, um, I know it's sort of down here, but, like, Ape Escape I do think is reasonable. I want photorealistic apes. Ooh, Ooh I don't want I'd want be I want it to be like
0: that. that monkey that broke out of the zoo in Japan, and it's mm-hmm. just you got to go after him with, like, one of those, like, new sticks. <laughs> the like, fur mm-hmm.
1: technology is just amazing yeah. in this game, yeah. I, Ape Escape is a weird one where, like, I remember playing that game and have memories of it, but they're not, like, super fond. Like... It, the gameplay just seemed very basic to me when I was younger.
4: We Yeah, they re-released it, like, what, two years ago? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't hold up. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to it. think of, like,
5: iconic PS1 and PS2 games that would be held in the same light as Shadow, and yeah. I can't think of a lot. Yeah. Like, we talked about Metal Gear. I mean, no one could, needs to remake
4: Symphony of the Night. They could do Eco, but it's, like, sort of, like... Why? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Like, I don't know if you remake Silent Hill. Remake The Last Guardian. You just just make yeah. the Last Guardian.
3: Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah. I mean, that game's problem wasn't visuals, right? No. Like, uh, I, think, I think it's, I, I, think it's Metal Gear. I think it should be Metal Gear. Huh. Um, but I also, I also think Sony should put a ring on it and just lock these these dudes down. For yeah, life. yeah. Because like before they go off, how, <laughs> how business works. Yeah, you put a <laughs> ring. You propose. Yeah. Well, you know your gets down on one knee, and he goes. Will you will you be my wife forever? Yeah. <laughs> and they go, Okay, I will only take your old and cherished memories and make yeah. them prettier until I die. So there is
5: the
1: So I just the part that's super interesting to me is that they said they're making a remake instead of making their own original game. And they've done such good work making these remakes and remasters. I want to see what they do as an original game. Yeah. Like I really want to know what the studio so has. So the them.
5: funniest thing about all of this is we're we're talking about this on a PlayStation show. I think there's a good chance it's the Metroid Prime trilogy on Switch. Yeah. Really? They they come that's, from retro. And there's rumors yeah. that our prime children you come to switch. So if that happens, I apologize for this entire segment. Selfishly, yeah. I want that. Not
4: selfishly, shoe hey, time to go ring shopping.
0: All right, that's <laughs> enough out of you, uh, Brian. We're going to kick you off right now, and we're gonna get Barrett Courtney to come on and talk about Nino Cooney to Revenant Kingdom because he's been playing it. Barrett's the guy who uh, hangs out in the studio and puts weird JPEGs over our faces when we're trying to have a serious discussion. John hey, Jonathan, Barrett. Barrett. All right, Brian, get the hell out of here. Well, All right,
5: you're, fine. you're allowed to like say your final words. No, you're not.
0: He did. He said red he said, red wine. <laughs> You ever play that game, UB 40 Hands? You tape a <laughs>
4: bottle of red wine to each hand and try to drink it.
2: <laughs> There's the <laughs> UB <UB40> 40 joke. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Bye, guys. Have fun with the Ninu Nanas.
0: And we're back, and we're joined by Barrett, who's been playing Ninu no Kuni 2 The Revenant Kingdom. Brep, brep. Wow. It's like Brian <laughs> oh, didn't even leave. That was a start. Uh, he hasn't so, talked
2: about
5: UB40s. So that's yeah. good.
0: Yeah. You're uh, off to a great start. they haven't yeah, shouted at all, so that's wonderful. <laughs> it's just like a very nice change of pace. Barrett,
5: you and Jonathan have started you know you 2 from the beginning of play yes.
0: a bit.
2: Yes, we have. Yes.
0: you yeah. got
5: just The uh, end.
0: How yeah. many hours have you played of this fine game?
2: So one of my frustrations with this game is that it counts the hours that you spend just in menus. Oh. So wow. yeah, yeah. I'm uh it says I'm eleven hours in, but I'm I think it's one. more of eight. Okay. The okay. I'm
1: like 10 or so in. I have very little time on menus. So, okay. probably like. Yeah. yeah. So you're probably guys are still like
0: probably me. just scratching the surface, though, because this oh, is Oh, like absolutely. Ethical, big I assume.
1: I mean, like, I'm currently level 23, my characters are, but brag about it yeah, we're yeah. Pr- i'm pretty good at the game <laughs> but i assume it's still pretty early on
0: okay so yeah. first things first this is a sequel which was a ps3 exclusive for the first one and i know that well, also of, for that the ds missed it. that weird there was like a side story because well,
1: started out as a ds game i believe yeah. in japan as okay. in japan i believe it was a ds game
0: so they're yes. kind of it's as a as an ip it's sort of all over the place but i know that that's Thank always you. a lot of the concern with a lot of people jumping into a new massive rpg is mm. who are these weird anime animals. <laughs> uh,
2: so is, is this a standalone story from the ground up? Uh, it is slightly connected to the first one. I only played about the first third of the... The PS3 version uh, mm-hmm. version of the game, and I, what has been told to me is that there are slight connections.
1: But this takes place like a hundred years after, or
2: like I don't some hundred years. It's definitely it's like a some amount after. of time. You don't yeah. like the characters that were in the first one aren't really in this one. There's references.
0: Yeah, yeah, but you're not. You're not like. You're not like immediately disoriented, right? No, absolutely. No. Okay, not. so it's it is totally a fine jumping on point. You live
2: inside
5: that. of Drippy. Yes, it's yes. been carved open. And <laughs> yeah. Your hut is inside. He's of looking Drippy at a snow the, globe.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> the and Welsh just, lantern from the yeah. first yeah.
1: game. Uh, oh, the well, we could talk about that, but the accents and dialogue in this game are just all over the place for yeah. like just we'll different ahead. UK dialects. Can, you, I, can yeah. you
0: still play it with uh, Japanese audio dub or subtitles?
1: I'd assume so. I haven't tried.
2: Yeah, I haven't yeah. really okay. gone into it because I think the just like the versions that we got we it was this already english and okay so
5: one worry that people had is the the first game famously had a partnership with studio ghibli of mm. uh you know spirit away and princess mononoke Castle in the sky pocoroso um that partnership doesn't exist anymore people are worried like ooh does that mean this is going to feel like a direct to dvd
2: game what do you guys think so there's <laughs> there's definitely a feel with the cutscenes that I, I get the sort of direct to dvd feeling with Because from what I remember playing the first game, there are like a couple like robust cutscenes, like five minutes, where you get that Ghibli charm. Yeah. And like sort of getting these characters out and like making them having that, you know, like Princess Mononoke charm or spirited away and stuff. With these cutscenes, the frustration that I have is that they're like at least as far as I've played for eight hours, they're, like, maybe 30 seconds, maybe 11 seconds of just, like, introducing a new character and, like, them reacting to something. And then it goes back into, like, in-engine dialogue text that oh. you have to With them out. occasionally yeah. saying a
1: word or two. But sometimes yeah. those dialogue things will have them say the full dialogue randomly, and they just clearly didn't maybe have time or budget huh. to animate. Yeah, but is that weird. weird thing where there's, like, a scene where... Uh, King Evan, it's like he's going to give a rousing speech, and then it's like a ten second speech, and you're like, oh, that's the whole thing. Okay, uh, yeah. like I'm enjoying, I'm good. I get to go back to playing the game, which I yeah. really enjoyed yeah. playing. But it's like, oh, okay, I expected more. So. Luckily,
5: in game, the game still looks good.
2: The yes. game's yes. still great. So I and I like love
1: good. like a lot of the creature design. Yeah, the characters and stuff. And, are
2: all there's great. still a charm to it that like even what you don't get from the cutscenes, there's still a a story being told that I'm enjoying. Yeah, that I feel like if it was like. If you told me that this was a Ghibli sort of directed story, like I'd be like, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I see that. Well, yeah, it's, um, it's
0: interesting because even it, like in in the animation department, um, one of Ghibli's more recent, uh, it, also, there's no right way to say it. Just for the record, it's Ghibli or Ghibli or what? Ghibli. Jahebli. Uh, but they one of the more recent shows, I think it's on on Amazon. They did yeah. they did cel shaded, so they're doing they're doing full on CG over at their end. So I think initially it was like, oh, is it like a, it's like not the real full hand drawn animation? It's all it's all CG at this point. Yeah. So,
1: but d- um, definitely the cutscenes feel more like Aladdin Two: Return of Jafar, yeah, and mm-hmm. less it's Aladdin fair. One. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but uh, does
5: it play like Aladdin One? <laughs> oh, it does. <laughs>
1: like the old
5: platform Genesis or Super Shinji Makama. Weirdly, both. Um, I'm too you know, young so for all of yeah. these the, references. Uh, <laughs> the
0: combat in this has been pretty much thrown out the window. The first one was kind of like a Pokemon esque, but with like real time. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was and, that
2: combat? The first one really reminded me a lot of Chrono Trigger where mm-hmm. it is like the sort of Pokemon you got all these menus and you're, you're fighting with multiple people but it's still real time but you're telling your little monster boys like attack or defend or like use this item and yeah. whatnot and yeah that's all been thrown away for sort of total real time with like a party of like you and two other people of as up to
1: well fight. as huh. your Pikmin. Yeah, so they, tr- they traded
2: Pokemon yeah. for Pikmin. Yeah, well, Higgledies. Higgledies for, are lit.
1: For me, I, I love... <laughs> we'll get to the Higgledies in a second. Higgledies are great. Uh, I almost cursed about the Higgledies. That's how excited I am about them. Uh, the combat for me is like a mix of Pikmin and Kingdom Hearts, which just plays right to my base so hi you're everyone you're blowing right yeah, now. This, yeah. I, it, like i didn't expect <laughs> it going in but there's it's real time and there's a depth to it that you can get into but it's also surface level if you want to just kind of button mash and do cool spells and do some awesome melee attacks like you can do that but there's also you can strategize and you can use your Higgledies who do special attacks uh and come in to help you and aid you with health or different giant yeah sort of different specials. different
2: like sort of sections of Higgledies. there's like you see, if you're watching the video version on YouTube.com/slash/IGN Beyond, uh, there's plug. these four little squares at the bottom that show these sort of weird little creatures. And each one sort of has a different specialty. The the white one that you get at the beginning of the game, I think it's just like a basic attack. One of the green dudes um heals one of, you. One of them heals mm-hmm. you, and then one does like a wind attack, I think.
1: Yeah, there's also like a stat one does a stat boost for attack. Gotcha. Whereas like the purple ones that you can get are just OP, they drop a bomb of like okay. dark gravity on your enemies and it's completely
0: Are there just are there only four of them or are they kind of like elemental types?
1: You get just? to use four at a time. Four but yeah, them, there, okay. there's based on the color. Like in Pikmin, it's like, oh, this one is a water type, okay. this one's
2: sun, okay. this one's fire. So there's yeah. still a little bit of that like Pokemon-esque of like capturing, yeah. not capturing, but like finding these creatures and having them help you in combat, and like going up to them and be. Yeah, like, I hey, just, I mean, now.
0: obviously people are going to nitpick the the Pokemon comparison, but the first one had like, like the the. Animals you were enslaving felt like party members rather than in this mm-hmm. case, which it's almost more like an elemental uh, creature that's, yeah. you know, running around. And-
1: they, they very much feel like antler. Like, I've gotten through a ton of matches and just fought the enemies myself and not used them at all. But it, for strategizing and for using them on more difficult enemies, they are totally vital and worth using. And they're really fun to use, too. Yeah. They also all have different uh, sort of personalities. So it'll be like this one's Whiff-Wafty the waft who's shy. That sounds like <laughs> whiff, Wafty no waft. This is yeah. why
2: Higgledies are lit.
0: Well, we've heard you heard it here Hashtag Higgledies lit. are lit. Uh, <laughs> you have written down on this on this sheet puzzles we want more ign.com. Yes. Puzzles.
2: We Who want wrote more. That? Uh re- real quick I, I wrote that uh but, but real I, quick I the, shared that sentence. The there's another portion of the combat in your overworld um, where you're the little chibi versions of these characters, which I like the overworld sort of like how is a nod back to like Final Fantasy VII era of like when you go into battle, it's like these like totally detailed characters. But when you're like walking around, it's like totally like low mm-hmm. poly like. Yeah, sort of versions. Yeah. And it's like the f- more modern version of that. Yeah. And then you have uh in the overworld, you'll have if you're watching the video version, these sort of army versus army combat things which is very like tactics
1: with uh, a little bit of pikmin in it huh. but yeah it's, yeah. it's just another version of pikmin-esque battles but no, not th- with
0: that makes a lot of sense because obviously the the big thing in this is, is the kingdom building which we'll yes. talk about in a second yeah. but uh i remember like the the extent of the kind of of the shibi the shibi gameplay in the first overworld game was like you're mostly just avoiding enemies on the map like there wasn't a whole lot of really doing stuff while you were in that perspective but this seems like they've They've actually fleshed that out a bit.
1: So here they're sporadically uh, throughout the overworld and you can jump into these battles and you'll have a couple people who are sort of your army factions and, and they all have different special abilities and they all have a certain number of units with them. And they, they're sort of like a rock, paper, scissors of like the red army hurts the green army, which hurts the blue army, etc. Uh, and so you essentially have to dominate that map. Uh, through the course of that battle, using your Damn, special got abilities. I guess
2: systems in this yeah. game. Yeah, wow. yeah, and so like some of them are definitely story based. Some of them are optional that you can find in the overworld. Um, if you like this kind of stuff, I've found a couple that I was like, yeah, I'll go, I'll go back into this. Like this isn't the type of stuff that I'm into. I'm not very into taxi, tactics games mm-hmm. like this, but I was, I was having fun. I was learning a lot. Yeah,
5: I've, I've enjoyed them a lot. So when well, you mentioned systems, like we haven't even gotten to the, the, the titular system, yeah. which is the building of the Revenant Kingdom. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's, this game is
0: interesting because it, it seems like it's got so many layers to it and it's really like it, where do you start? Like what's to, to be like, oh, it's a JRPG is pretty dismissive because yeah. there's really a lot going on here. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it
1: the game unfurls it as you go. Like it's not here's ten systems, learn how to do them. Like it's like here's the normal battle, here are the higgledies, here's a thing called the tactic tweaker in your menu that allows you to sort of turn the tide of battle mm-hmm. to like different elements oh and God. things like that. Like
0: yeah. well, I think it, the point is if you're patient for to play a game called Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom. Them, you're probably patient enough to learn its systems, yeah. yeah. Such as the puzzles. We want more puzzles. Tell us about the puzzles.
2: We Man. want puzzles because they're also lit.
1: They're just jigsaw puzzles. Yeah. That's it. No, <laughs> no. Uh, oh. So
2: there, there's a specific uh, section of this game where you're playing as King Evan, and you uh, need to find a Kingmaker, which is essentially you have to conquer this beast or creature to basically let you become a king. And so, like Evan's journey, he has to sort of find his and make his own kingdom and then but before he can do that he has to sort of take these kingmaker trials and the if you're watching the video version you're you see the gameplay here of there's a story being told like a storybook and through the puzzle um you have to like sort of guess like which or sort of like come to conclusion of like which statue you have to like walk to first and like Huh. They need to be pointed, they need to be looking at a, like a specific object, uh, for some of them. And that's the only time I've seen this puzzle like eight hours in. And I want more of yeah. these because they were really fun and like really, really cool. Also, you got all
1: the bonus orbs. Good job. Huh, yeah. I did. Uh, yeah, it's that thing of I, we got to this section, uh, surprisingly, I thought it would just be like a battle challenge. And then it's like, oh, solve this battle based on the short story you have to read. And it's, f- and I spent, you can do like a top overview to see the whole map and I spent like five minutes like tracing lines on my TV with my finger yeah. being like okay if I go this way it won't work that way wait let me start here and That's do cool. this and it was like a really fun unexpected aspect of it and I'm maybe an hour or two later than you yeah. but I really hope these return or there are other puzzles like hmm. this I
5: again. like the idea that this keeps layering systems but they don't feel half-assed like they don't no. feel like they're yeah. just there for the sake of being there yeah yeah um, like whether it's the combat whether it's the real-time strategy stuff whether it's the puzzle stuff whether it's the actual kingdom building like- yeah
1: and we haven't even touched on that yet, which is, I've, so far I'm early on with it, but I'm really having a good time with it. Uh, so, you okay there, Marty?
2: Don't die
1: yes, on us. <laughs> uh, so essentially, you start out. It's Evan, King Evan finds the plot of land that's going to be the start of his kingdom, and you decide, oh wait, we should actually build this kingdom now that people are interested in living here. And so you start the castle, and then you get a sort uh a bit of King Guilders, I guess they're called. I haven't so, got there. Yet, some so, there's some <laughs> sort of currency that essentially you use to build different types of buildings within your your kingdom. So it's like, I need an armory. I need a weapons depot. I need somewhere that's researching spells and I need a Higgledy shop to help upgrade the Higgledys because they're lit. And I'm sorry I said that. And so you build these different areas in your kingdom and you can upgrade them and you add certain citizens to each building to do research and to build sort of to Keep loving them up. What it reminded me a lot of is the Assassin's Creed 2 villa, mm-hmm. where you have yeah. your villa and you're sort of, you have a chest that keeps getting replenished with gold, which you then use to put back into the villa. So it's just, it's this thing that builds on itself, but it's sort of, it depends on how much you want to attend to it. Yeah. That's how big it grows. That
2: excites me a lot. I really yeah. loved the Assassin's Creed 2 Yeah, me too. Building.
1: And uh, this feels, I think, probably a little more tied into the story, whereas the villa you could kind of just leave be if yeah. you want to, but this is sort of part of, the main thrust of the story is building your kingdom up and so it's exciting to just be starting there and seeing how it can grow
2: mm-hmm. the the one thing I have so far just again I'm only eight hours into what I assume is at least an 80 to 100 hour game is everything feels a little segmented and I think that just might be sort of the mood I'm in with a JRPG after playing Persona 5 where sure. everything transitions into each other really well like when you're in a hub world uh in this game when you go into like the regular combat you can just see the enemies and you go up and you start fighting them and like the map will show you like this is the battle area right here but then when you're in the overworld and you have like all the sort of like little monsters that you have to like walk around and stuff if you go into that battle it feels like there's a momentum building and then you have to wait and get into that battle and then do the battle and it's cool and then you have to wait and then Get back into the overworld, and none of it—it it doesn't. None of it really transitions well.
5: Yeah, it's almost like less. It's less a knock on Inokuni and more of like, well, if you're being compared to Persona it's just I think know, that's, that's the it, mark
0: yeah. of a really good game is when the one you play after it sort of frustrates you just for yeah. not being the last. Yeah, one.
1: but it's all—it's the thing where I feel we're very much still if. I agree with you, it could yeah. be 80 hours long. We're still in the tutorial section, much in the way in Persona, you're still in the tutorial 25 hours in, it yep. feels like sometimes. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if things start to coalesce, but I totally agree, right now it feels like I do the tactics battle and then I go over here to do the in-world battle. And then so I oh, so here,
2: hopefully, but. like when, after you get through all of the learning about the game, hopefully they sort of meld together. A yeah. Bit. yeah,
1: and I feel like this is also coming out at such
5: a good time because like it's a busy week or two with a uh, Way Out and Far Cry 5 and not on PlayStation, but Sea of Thieves. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like it doesn't have competition in any of those. Like it doesn't feel the same as any of those, and there's no JRPG sort of on the timeline. Like we're getting Detroit and God of War, and and uh, God Dark Souls. of War, my favorite JRPG. Yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> well, hey,
0: maybe like it as has long a, as some of them. I it's feel like, like it has a long.
5: runway for a while of 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 sort of being singular and by itself in terms of games like this coming up. Yeah.
0: And also, yeah. there's there's no mainstream Persona game coming out this year, so this is probably well. Are they going to be dancing?
1: That it doesn't, it doesn't count. Dancers doesn't count. Out. It's a dancing game. It's dancing game. is That's so mainstream. Um, it is
2: more mainstream than RPGs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, I, I I hate to be comparing these two, but I do oddly think that this might be this year's Persona Five. Where Persona Five came out early in the year last year, and I don't feel like a lot of people like there was a different hype about it around like than the other Persona games. Like yeah. more people knew about it this time around. There were people paying attention, and then it came out. And it came out in like that two-week period of Zelda and uh, Horizon. Mm. And so it sort of dipped off for a while and slowly throughout the year you had this sort of hype building again of yeah. like oh people that, got to
5: it in the summer they got yeah, to yeah like, we got
2: to yeah. like people got to it later and they're like oh this this game's actually awesome and then it got into game of the year conversations, mm-hmm. and i think that could possibly happen with Nino Kuni.
1: Yeah, it's very much a game that i was going to not like skip entirely but be like okay i probably don't need to play at launch because there are four other games out that week and i need to make sure i try everything and here's an 80 hour game i don't want to dive into but i played two hours, I'm like, I need to keep playing this. Yeah. I was really getting into the flow of it. Yeah, yeah,
2: I couldn't play it all this weekend, and it was the only game I wanted to play over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. That's rad. It's, yeah. it's interesting, because I feel like <clears throat> growing up with with kind of older JRPGs,
0: I always thought of them, I mean, there, there's the there's the combat, the strategy, the story, there's a lot of time in menus, but you think back in like you know old final fantasies did occasionally have puzzles and they did have like mm-hmm. you know there were other mechanics thrown in there but it's weird how almost cookie cutter a lot of a lot of jrpgs almost either they they feel very safe or they kind of find their own sort of like their kind of boilerplate like that this is this is how you play the game but it's cool to see between something like this and something like Persona Five, where there's so many other systems at once, mm-hmm. that it's almost like you know, it's almost like a Mario Party, but with a story tying everything yeah. together. You know, you're yeah. doing all these different things and kind of juggling totally. them. Yeah. yeah. Like
1: beyond that first tactics battle, I don't really know if you have to do any of those mandatorily. Like they're in the overworld, but you can kind of just walk around them. So mm-hmm. if that's not your thing, you can probably skip it. And I assume with the kingdom building, you could probably just do the base level of it. Yeah. And just get by and follow the story. So right. yeah, if you just want to see what the story is like, it feels like you can probably do that yeah. too.
2: Also, Roland, Best Boy 2018. You heard it here first. IGN.com. Sure. Puzzles.
5: Yeah. We want more. <laughs> Roland, the best boy. I'm excited. Lofty cool. is uh, best. Lisa Simpson. Yeah. We don't. We don't talk about bootleg Lisa Simpson. Oh.
0: <laughs> um. So yeah, this comes out what the 23rd. Yes. Yeah. And um, do we have? Do we know who's reviewing it? No idea. We should probably get on that yeah marty No, i'm sure no i'm sure dan marty I, believe, I,
5: believe
3: marty is
0: I know
5: who's reviewing it's not someone at this table the right. healthiest yeah.
0: least tired man at ign um yeah so we'll have we'll have stuff on that here and yeah. uh on that note we're going to we're going to end end the show i don't know how
2: that works I guess Good job. Dan, dan's in the studio but anyway uh barrett uh wh- where are you on twitter uh i am at sadboy barrett and uh in case you don't know me because i'm usually not on the side of the camera I do video gameplay capture for IGN, so I do the first minutes. And the most popular series for IGN, Graphics Comparisons. I was going to
1: say Injustice 2 gameplay videos.
2: (laughs) I love how uh, Graphics Comparisons are kind of the who wore it better of games.
0: (laughs)
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. Anyway, I I also uh, am a regular producer for this show, uh, Podcast Well, you've
0: You've been doing a great job in spite of the people who complain about the JPEGs.
1: You put on the t-
2: Joseph Peggs. I uh, I put Sora's face over Jonathan a couple times earlier in this episode. Well, he very he yeah. probably does that at home sometimes. Too, yeah.
1: but. It's just my mirror is just uh, cut out of Sora's face. Yeah. Makes sense.
0: oh cool. just looks great. Uh, you can find Jonathan on Twitter. He's J.M. Dornbush. Marty is McBiggity with two G's and two K's. Yeah. And we're
5: also next. Oh, you, you do yours and then I'm <laughs> no. going to make an announcement. Yeah, make the
0: announcement. Wait, wait to ruin Price the momentum the, here, You're
2: Marty. pregnant? Uh, no, the
5: we're going uh, to have a special uh, episode early next week of Beyond. Uh, because Andrew and I are going to play God of War for a couple hours this week, and so we're going to record a real quick just little intimate love session where we talk about God of War. Ooh, Ooh. I don't know if I can say when the embargo is, but it's early next week. You can't can't say. So we don't have to do Beyond next week? No, we're still doing it because it's GDC. We're doing fancy Beyonds. Uh, double Double Beyond.
0: All in suits? All right. We can get fancy. Ooh, I like that. Anyway, this is a weird show. I'm still jet-lagged. Uh, yeah, anyway, that's the end of the show. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube. If you're not already, it's youtube.com slash IG and beyond. You can tell by how much Barrett's moving around when we're saying talking about that. He wants you to do that. Go do that. Do it, do it helps it. the people who make the things <clears throat> that you
2: watch on The Thing. Also, uh, one that I also recently learned is ring the bell to get the notifications of Every time uh, an episode of Beyond goes up.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Ring the bell and you get the cookie. It comes down the chute and you learn a valuable lesson. Mm. Uh, That's the end of the
3: show. It's over. Goodbye. Beyond. 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 Beyond.